Welcome to a daily word of encouragement with Celebration Church in Thomasville, Georgia. We believe that the Bible is God's word to all people. We love God, we love each other, and we are changing our world one relationship at a time. We want to help you know and love God's word. Join Pastor Jimmy Bryson each day as we discover how to seek God and live our lives encouraged by his word. Buenos días, mi hermanos y hermanas. Uh, es muy frío. Para tengo hallelujah en fuego. What I'm trying to say is, and I hope I didn't say anything bad, what I'm trying to say is, good morning, brothers and sisters. It is very cold here, but I have fire or I have heat. I'm sitting in my truck and I have the temperature up to 90 degrees and the air is blowing, blowing, blowing. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for heat. We can always find. Hey, Sister Shelly. Uh, buenos dias, mi hermana. Going to be in Psalm 101. Psalm 101. Coming on a little bit earlier the last couple days because I'm preparing for my trip to the Philippines. And the days are active and the days are full. Uh, the last couple days and the days coming ahead have a lot of things to get accomplished. But I did want to spend some time with you, encouraging you from God's Word. So Psalm 101. By the way, when you come on, if you'll do a thumbs up or a comment or let me know you're here like Sister Shelley is. Some of you will come back later and watch. And if you don't mind, just let me know that you're watching um, yeah. And hey, let me know if you want me to keep doing these or if you want me just to, I'm probably going to do them anyway, because somebody will be blessed. So anyway, Psalm 101 is a Psalm about integrity. <clears throat> I just went back and read Psalm 15 again, a few moments ago. Psalm 15 is a Psalm about integrity. And David says, I will walk in my integrity. So here in Psalm 101, David writes a psalm about integrity. Listen to what I'm reading the Amplified. 101.1 says, I will sing of mercy and loving kindness and justice. To you, O Lord, will I sing. <clears throat> I will behave myself wisely and give heed to the blameless way. Oh, when will you come to me? I will walk within my house in integrity and with a blameless heart. Someone has said that integrity is doing the right thing when no one else is looking. For years, <coughs> excuse me, I believe that integrity is doing the right thing just because it's the right thing to do. I remember when Caleb, my son, was a, a little boy, we were going home one day, I forgot where we were, and there's a road down from our house where there's a stop sign and 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 like there's a dead end straight ahead. You either turn left to go to our house or turn right, go another way, but you can't really go straight ahead. And there's there's like rarely ever any rarely ever any traffic there. And honestly most people just roll through that stop sign. You know what I mean? Like rolling through, slow down, look both ways, and you roll through the stop sign. Um, so most people will still do roll through that stop sign. 
So anyway, it was just the two of us, Caleb, my son, and me. And so I came to the stop sign. I stopped. I looked both ways a couple of times and went on. And he goes, hey, Dad, why did you stop? And I went, well, because there's a stop sign there. He goes, yeah, but like nobody, nobody ever stops at this stop sign because there's never traffic. They just slow down, look, and keep going. But you stopped. I went, yes, I stopped because the stop sign was there and the sign said stop. And I said, son, we stopped just because the sign says stop. That's what integrity is. Now, let me back up before you think I'm this like holy, holy, <laughs> really holy person. A lot of times I roll through that stop sign, okay? <laughs> a lot of times I roll through, but it's a perfect picture of what integrity is. That day I stopped at the stop sign because it was the right thing to do. It said stop and the law demands it. So that's what integrity is, doing the right thing just because it's the right thing to do. Hey, Liz, we're reading Psalm 101 talking about integrity, doing the right thing just because it's the right thing to do. So I read those first two verses and where David declared, I will have a blameless heart and I will walk in integrity. Just going to read the other verses and then give you some, uh, some, some principles to think about. So in verse 3, he says, I will set no base or wicked thing before my eyes. I hate the work of them who turn aside from the light, right path. It shall, that shall not grasp hold of me. A perverse heart shall depart from me. I will know no evil person or thing. Notice what he's saying. I'm not going to get close to any evil thing. Listen, I'm not even going to get close to an evil person. Stop. Listen to what he's saying. That's not negating what Jesus said about preaching the gospel to everyone. That doesn't negate that Jesus um, went into the house of sinners and ate. But he's talking about having close, close relationships with the wicked. David says, I'm not going to do it. And then Paul circled back around and talked about uh, abstaining from all appearance of evil. And so I'm not talking about cutting ungodly people out of our lives because we're the light that they see. We're the gospel. They will hear the gospel preached from us. Um, but you, you understand what he's saying there. So he says, whoever privately slanders his neighbor, him will I cut off. Oh my goodness. David says, if I'm around you and you privately slander your neighbor, I'll cut you off. I've been teaching and preaching for years, multiple principles in scripture. Like we got to cut some people out of our lives. Yep. Yep, yep. Okay, you, you take somebody who's an addict, take somebody who's a drug addict, and all their buddies are drug addicts. And whether they come to the Lord or they go to AA or NA or something, anyway, they get clean, okay? However it comes. One of the first things that you tell them is you got to cut some of those people out. You, 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 can't, you can't hang around those. Why? Because Paul said that bad company corrupts good morals. And more often than not, the bad company affects us in a negative way. So anyway, it's just interesting. David said, whoever privately slanders his neighbor, him will I cut off from me. He who has a haughty look and a proud and arrogant heart, I cannot and I will not tolerate. David says, I just can't tolerate that and I will not. My eyes shall look with favor upon the faithful of the land that they may <coughs> dwell with me. He who walks blamelessly, he shall minister to me. And I got to tell you something. 
the people that minister to me, like I watch their lifestyles. I let them get in my grill. I let them get in my stuff. I allow them to minister to me when I see they have integrity. Whoa. I'm not, I'm not, I'm 62 years old. Okay. I've, I've been, I've been in the pastoral ministry for 36, 37 years, more than half my life. No, no, like way more than half my life. Oh my gosh. Almost two thirds of my life. This is not my first rodeo. Okay. I'm, I am, I don't mean this in an arrogant way because David just talked about being haughty and arrogant. Smooth words don't affect me. A guy that can get up and tickle the ears preaching, that doesn't move me. Um, a great pulpiteer, I'm not moved by that. A guy that can preach good sermons, I'm, I'm really not moved by that. But if it's a guy or a girl that walks in integrity and they speak the truth of the word of God, whether it is with, you know, great oratory skills or not, I allow them to minister to me because I see integrity in their lives and I hear the word of God coming out. That was free for somebody. Somebody, somebody needed to hear that. Um, he who, he who works deceit shall not dwell in my house. <laughs> he who tells lies shall not continue in my presence. Oh, you, you, if you're going to lie, I'm cutting you out, dude. Do that. Morning after morning, I will root up all the wicked in the land that I may eliminate all the evildoers from the city of the Lord. Bam! David's talking about integrity. He's not only talking about walking in integrity. He talks about how to guard integrity. So I'm just going to... I wrote down some, some notes here in my journal. I'll show you my journal just to show you that I'm actually doing this. I wrote some things down. Uh, I'm just going to list them because literally we don't have time to go over them. This we, we could do a whole series on this one psalm about um, guarding ourselves with integrity or how to grow in integrity. Okay, so David says in verse 1, uh, I'm going to honor the Lord. Oh, let me back up, let me back up, let me back up. He says, let me just read, let me see. I will sing of mercy and loving kindness to you, O Lord. So what he says is, I acknowledge you, Lord. I'm going to sing of your loving kindness. I'm going to sing of your mercy. So he, he makes a declaration that he's going to praise the Lord. Okay, then he talks about walking in integrity. There's like nine I wills. David says nine. After he says, I will, I will wor worship you. Then there's nine, the nine I wills of integrity. Um, I think it was Warren Wearsby. Uh, the preacher and commentator, who's a solid guy. He, he, he's an old guy. He may be with the Lord now. Um, I think it was Warren Wiersbe that said Psalm 101 is really leadership 101. If you aspire to be a leader, then these are the qualities to shoot for in your life. Um, so number one, number one, David says, I will live wisely. He just says, I'm going to live wisely. Here's a way to live wisely. Get in God's word. God's word has the answer to your problem. God's word has the answer to everything out there. He says, I will live wisely. If we're going to have integrity, we have to live wisely. Go back to Psalm 1. 1. Um, Blessed is a man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, who standeth not with sinners, and sitteth not in the seat of the scorn. Well, hey, Rosie, we're in Psalm 101, Rosie. 
but his delight is in the law of the Lord. So number one, David said, I will walk wisely. Number two, he says, I'm going to take care of my family. I'm going to, I'm going to take care of my family. And here's what I want to say. If Warren Wiersbe is correct, that Psalm 101 is leadership 101. Hey, baby, I see you just checking off. If I ever say baby, I'm either talking to my daughter or my wife. In this case, it's my wife. Um, and so David talks about taking care of his family. And here's what I've noticed about spiritual leaders, especially younger leaders, and not just younger leaders, but the guy, guy, pastors that get caught up in the Western churchianity and feel like, they have to take care of everything and take care of everybody. And when in reality, God gave apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers to equip the saints to do the work of the ministry. Yes, your pastor serves you. Yes, your pastor takes care of you. But God gave your pastor to equip you to do the works of service or works of ministry. So what happens is a lot of pastors get, get caught up in taking care of everybody else's family to the neglect of their own family. It would do some pastors well to stop spending so much time with other people's families and spend more time with their own family. Bam! Y'all can write me all the love mail you want. Like you know I'm telling the truth. My wife is a pastor's wife, and she knows. She has seen. Um, she has seen, and she and she will tell you. Yes, a lot of pastors need to spend less time with other people's families and more time taking care of their own families. Bam. Y'all are welcome for that. Um, number three. Um, he says, I will monitor my eyes. And so I'm, I'm trying to preach it, baby. David says, I'm going to guard what goes in. I, I'm going to guard what I said. Why? Because the eye is the eye. The eye is the gate into your heart and into your soul. The eye. Um, Job said that he made a covenant with his eyes that he would not look on the handmaiden. That means he covenanted with his eyes that if his eyes fell on a handmaiden, probably a beautiful young woman, if his eyes fell on the handmaiden, his eyes would not stay there. I used to teach young boys and taught my, taught my son, balance your eyes. Guys, if you're, you know, if you're, if you're out and about and there's a girl or a woman and your eyes settle on her and your eyes should not settle on her, you, you bounce your eyes bounce your eyes. If you bounce your eyes, it'll give you strong neck muscles. David says, I guard what goes in my eyes. <laughs> I'm getting in trouble here. Uh, then David says, I will hate whatever's false. Proverbs 6, 16 through 19. He says, hey, if you slander, I'm cutting you out. He says, hey, if you tell lies, you're not. if you tell lies, I'm not hanging around you. He goes so far as to say, if you have deceit, you're not going to stay in my house. Whoa. David says, I will hate what is fault? What would happen? I'm not hating. I'm not talking about hating people. What would happen to Church of Jesus Christ if we started hating what is false? Hmm. That's another message for another day. Then David says, "I will guard my heart." Well, how do you guard your heart? You guard your heart by guarding your eyes. And then he talks about guarding his soul, his mind, his emotion, his will. How do you do that? Well, you start by guarding your eyes. You guard your heart. You guard your soul your mind, your emotions, your wills. Why? Because Proverbs says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. And so that eye gate, that we open our eyes and that allows stuff into our soul, into our heart, and our ears, what we listen to, what we hear. That's why it is important. Call me old school, okay? I am old school. 
Never thought I'd say that. It is important what you allow in your ears. It is important the kind of music you listen to on a regular basis. Tell me how much you love me. Tell me how much you love me. Tell me how much you love me because I'm warning you to be careful what you see and what you hear. And then he says, I will seek out the faithful. Remember, he said, I will allow the faithful to minister to me. So David was seeking out faithful people that he would allow in his inner circle because there is safety in the counsel of multitude. But I'm going to tell you something. I don't take counsel from every Tom, Dick, and Harry. You go, well, that is prideful. Maybe, maybe it is. But, but when we take counsel, it has to be godly counsel, either from the word or based on the word. So David says, I will seek the faithful. And so I would say that to you, men and women, seek the faithful, trustworthy. Seek people that are trustworthy to allow around you to minister to you. Number eight, I will deal with the deceitful. That's what he says. If you're deceitful, you're not going to be in my house. So David says, I'm not going to be passive. But notice he's not going to be passive. David pretty much says, if you're going to lie, if you're going to slam, if you're going to be deceitful, I'm not going to be passive. I'm going to deal with it. Uh, and number nine, uh, he says, I will understand God's standards. Now, how do we understand God's standards? Understanding God's word, understanding God's book. So it all goes back. It all goes back to God's word. I keep saying this over and over again, and because some people don't watch every day, and some people might be popping on right now. You look at a strong, mature Christian, a follower of Jesus, that person is a person of the Word. And that person also has faithful people around them that are people of the Word. Do you want to be strong today? Do you want to grow in, in grace and wisdom and the knowledge of God? Do you, want, do you want to be able to minister to people effectively? Seek faithful, trustworthy people to surround yourself with and always be a man or woman of the word of God. Hey, hey, Sister Sarah, you just missed it. You just missed Psalm 101. Somebody tell Sister Sarah how good it was this morning. So we'll be in Psalm 102 tomorrow. Uh, pray for me. I head out to the Philippines two days from today. I'll be gone for 25 days. I do fully intend to, uh, to bring you some uh, Facebook exhortations Facebook Live. You be near your phone or whatever all the time. I'll be in worship services here and there, and, and I'll cut in from time to time with a little bit of, give you a live flavor of uh, worship Filipino style. So I might cut in during a worship service and cut back out. Um, anyway, hey, God bless y'all today. Have a great day.